feel like hands and heels and you know you've gone gone? How do you feel? How do you feel? Welcome to Whoop Den Saturday Session, your inside look at all the critical moments in the den and the great game on a Saturday. So many headline horses running today with storylines waiting to be written. Imperatures wants to become a champion. Militarise wants to prove himself at Wade for Age. Switzerland wants to be a serious golden slipper contender. And Jimmy Starr wants a tune-up before he tries to catapult to elite status in the All-Star Mile. As usual, the lads in the den are all over these horses and many more. All right, it's time to rock and roll, boys. Where would you rather be than in the den on a Saturday, King Zone? Mm. One race at a time for you today, isn't it? It is. I'm going to be a good boy today. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to stick to my limits. I need to have a winning day, so I'm really focused. And uh, hopefully I can grind these bookies right into the ground. Good work. Fizza, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Back from yep. holidays and ready to go. Rambling race one. Piero played 1,100 metres for two-year-olds. We have a match race. Switzerland and Shangalar Express completely dominate the market. Switzerland was bought by Coolmore at Inglis Easter for $1.5 million and is a carbon copy of last year's slipper winner Shinzo. After his debut win in a reasonably weak field at Randwick, he was installed as second favourite for the slipper and needs to impress here today to justify the short slipper quote. Shangalar Express, on the other hand, was bought by Gay and Adrian for $220,000 at the Magic Millions. And even though he's been super impressive in his two starts, he seems a little forgotten in slipper betting. Both are undefeated and today someone's O has got to go. And of course, there are five other runners in the race who are trying to cause an upset. And Dream Team, um, we're going to start with you today. So in this first race at Randwick, the Piero Plate, Switzerland runs a real boom horse. Yes. You found it for our Team Black Bookers. Um, yes, a lot of people did. Yeah, it's been a, uh, a big go even today. It's... Uh, yeah, well, Shangri-La Express was sort of the one of the early two-year-olds that I think may have been Golden Slipper favourite for a while. Mm. Um, two wins, two starts, two wins, and super impressive. But just the way Switzerland, uh, sorry, Switzerland came back last time, the people have gravitated to it. So it's now one seventy. I think they put up about two thirty. So it's very firm. And Shangri-La is out to around four dollars fifty. And you've backed Switzerland, of course. I have. Yep. What price did you manage to secure? A bottom of the market as usual? Probably. I'm probably <laughs> about 170, I'd say. Okay. So uh, not because of Mr. Price, not a huge bet, but a bet's a bet, so I'll be cheering it. That's where you thought they'd be, Matty, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought, yeah, for sure the one had to push forward and lead and uh, the way the race panned out, not too bad Switzerland at all. Sitting second and they're not going crazy. Enriched travels the best at yeah. this stage. Under a lot of pressure, the favourite. Yeah. Come on, Switzerland. Coming, it's digging in. Yeah, yep. it's digging in now. Here it's it digging comes. right in. Off quick. Wow. wow. Come on. It's Gay Waterhouse inside. Job done. Nice win. Big win. Yeah. Pretty good. Big, big Pretty green, good. But... Yep. Not bad. So we'll take that. It's well done to the early shoppers who chimed in at the 2.30 or 2.20. Looked at about the 300, is under a bit of pressure and then yeah, just went. Something a bit different today, sitting outside the lead. Last time I had a nice little smother behind them. Mm. So, uh, yeah, a green horse like Shinzo, getting better every start maybe. You still happy to be on for the slipper? Oh, I think a lot, a, lot, a lot of work to get near Storm Boy, but it's an improving horse. Yeah. It just shows how good he is, actually, because he was in foreign territory there. Being outside the leader wasn't ideal, but um, it adds another string to his bow, and 
he feels extremely talented. Because it's just early days, we're just waking him up. He's still a baby. Um, look, the second horse is no slouch. Everyone knows how well Gay and Adrian's horses are going. We're still four or five weeks away from the grand final, and I don't dare want to know what's there yet. I want to see it on Golden Slipper Day. Ramwick Race 5, Expressway Stakes, 1200 metres, Group 2. Buenos Notches arrives here first up after a strong last prep which culminated in a good second behind the red-hot Imperatriz down the Flemington Straight 6. King of Sparta is the second elect in the market and lobs here off an impressive win in a three-year-old Magic Millions. Straight Acer and Golden Mile are two interesting first up runners who both ran well in stronger races over further last prep. With Straight Acer running fourth in the Golden Eagle and third in the Rupert Clark, and Golden Mile running third in the Epsom and third in the Golden Eagle. There'll be two horses to follow closely over the autumn. About to jump in the Expressway Stakes, King's Own Buenos Nachos was one of your best bets of the day sure and was. tipped in the Saturday set. How's yes. it looking? Uh, off betting, it's one-way traffic, all, all Buenos Nachos. They bet as much as 240 or 50 earlier on in the week. When I got my hands on it, I stepped into the uh, $2, the even money, this morning. And now it is being smashed into $1.75. King of Sparta has been two eighty out to on Betfair at the moment. It is $5. So it's been a massive, massive drifter. The only other horse they, there's a bit of money around for is Coal Crusher. It's been $14 into about $10. But one-way traffic, Bino's not chess, let's get it home. How's the day treating you so far? Nah, not great. No, I'm down a little bit. Got beat in a couple of photos and haven't had a lot of big early action. So this is, this is my first big play for the day. Snagging back from the wide gate. No, this, yeah. Taken off here. Last is, last is it. Last, not yeah. just. Jesus, look at this. Woo! Wow, he's got a lot of work to do from there. Let's go, Nash. He's got a lot to do. A lot. 200 metres. He's starting Maybe. to let rip. King of Sparta. Sparta. Yeah. The Gold Coast hero for us. Just run off its legs. Beaten by the, the shape of the race? Yeah, no, the world back favourite. No, not really. No, they went hard in front. It just wasn't good enough. They went hard, had every hope, just couldn't pick up. The winner was too good. Great. What are you going to do between now and the quagga? Um, it's, it's a little bit of a... Not a it's, it's just a juggling act, I suppose, how we want to prepare him to get him over there as, as, in as good order we can. Um, you know, we'll make that call probably in the next week or so, but maybe just a trial and obviously got to compensate with the, float tri uh, the plane trip over. Uh, not floating him over, no, tell me. definitely no. not going to do that. But, uh, look, it's, um, yeah, it's really exciting for the ownership group and exciting for the horse to race for really good money. I know he's been a great money spinner for them, but it's going to be a good trip away. Flemington Race 7, the C.S. Hayes Stakes, 1,400 metres, Group 3. Colin Hayes would have turned 100 years old yesterday. He's an immense figure in Australian racing and it's fitting that some of the best three-year-olds going around compete here. Our favourite King Colorado has been racing at elite level for mixed results. Otago is our second favourite who's been quickly ascending through the ranks. And we also see the return of Victorian Derby winner Riff Rocket. King Zone, can I get a market wrap for the CS Hayes Stakes, please? Uh, yeah, King Colorado has been really easy. When we did the Saturday set on Thursday, the King was about $3.20. He's out to about $4.60 on Betfair now. Bookies easing to about 4.20 and 4.40. Riff Rocket's been a, quite a, a uh, big go, 11 into about 8.50. Uh, I thought run uh, Harry Run was decent odds at 11. 
Run Harry runs into about 850, and Atago's been really well backed on Thursday. Was around the 440 mark, and he's into 380. So there's plenty of money for a lot of horses around King Colorado. So interesting to see, especially how Riff Rocket goes behind a wall of runners. Riff Rocket, can it get out? Run Harry's presenting. It's out. Riff Rocket. Willow, winding it up. Fat Cat kicks. King Colorado and Riff Rocket trying to get into the fight. Yeah, Rocket are coming. Here the dad up the inside. Come on, Riff. Come on, Rocket. Go, Riff. Go, the Riff. Nice wow, Very impressive win. Great return. Extremely wow. impressive. Very he won impressive. the Derby last start over 2,500. Yes, nice, classy performance. That. So he's got a rocket to favouritism for the Australian Guinea, surely off that. Absolutely. Yeah, he'll be he'll be a short price favourite. Eight dollars before that race. He'll be into three fifty probably. Hmm. King Colorado. There she is, our Debbie. <laughs> our Debbie. Yes. Debbie. Gee, she can find a good horse, Debbie Dream Team. Can't she? Um, but he, he's come back and he's he's mentally matured a lot and he's a lot sharper. Um, look, obviously. We I know I know he won a derby, but we genuinely believe he didn't actually stay stay out the distance that well. Um, Lee Jordan was actually just saying he's the first first horse in 30 years to win a derby and come back and win this race. So that's obviously uh, full credit to the horse. He's 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 a, he's, a, he's a real trier. And uh, look, we had three riders in the race, and I think all, all three would have been in hindsight potentially wanted to ride this one. So look, he's he whatever he'd, he'd been doing in his trials and things, all, all the, right, the right form judges were on him. The plan was to stay down here for the Guineas um, in, in a fortnight and we thought sort of, you know, realistically that's where he's going to be really primed a mile and beyond, but to show that how sharp he was today was fantastic. So look, I, I'd imagine the plan won't play, change much, but uh, hopefully he can just get a white picket fence together. Randwick Race 7, the Apollo Stakes, 1400 metres, Group 2. The Apollo has traditionally been a stepping stone race for horses targeting bigger weight freight races over the autumn, as evidence in the Great Mare Wings having won the race three times first up. Fanger resumes here for the Wally Yard and is a strong favourite. King's Own, one of the races of the day, the Apollo Stakes, won by champions of the turf past. What's going to happen today? I wish I knew what was going to happen because I still got three minutes to bet, so I wish I knew that. But what I can tell you is what ha is happening in the betting ring or the betting ring, which is on the uh, internet now. Fangirl's <laughs> been super well back, two forty into two dollars ten. Uh, what else do they want? Linderman's been really well back too. They, I think it was about ten or eleven dollars. It's been backed into seven fifty. The other horse there's been a bit of money for is attractable at around the nine dollar mark. Uh, but Fangirl clearly the best backed. Uh, I am on Fangirl. I was hoping for a better price. I didn't get it. I've taken two thirty, and I think she'll win. The interesting horse is Militarise. The, um, the really good three-year-old who needs to get some runs on the board to wait for ages. Sort of drifting the market, isn't he, down the bottom there? Militarised was 4.40 when we did the Saturday set on Thursday. 7.50 now, Betfair. Bookies out to 6.50. Yeah, absolutely friendless. Happy with where you are, Kings? Yeah, I mean, they look to be going pretty, pretty even pace and she's getting a nice trail into the race. So let's see if she can let down. J-Mac looks quite Wow. Going to click her up. Travels. James. We go. He's swinging off her eye. Oh, geez. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Go. Come on, baby. Wow. <laughs> wow. Go the man. Wow. Now, this is a statement. Lovely. That's... This is a statement. Winks. Is that Winks oh, like, wow. Richie? That's fucking, that is Winks like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a new, new superstar. 
matured beautifully that over that incredible. little break. It's an interesting race. This one, Winx did win it three times that first was. up, so much wow. soft, much softer win than people expected. Than that was impressive. Wow, we beast. Felt like I was on Dundee in the Derby again. <laughs> just sidled up the rise and um, just felt like a, a basically exhibition gallop really for her. And um, she's come back in great order. It was just a matter of getting her into a rhythm, and she she does the rest. She's She's just a beautiful mare and well-named and beautiful colours on her and she's got it all. She's a great miler. Um, can she be brilliant and that good at 2,000 metres? Um, I would say so, yeah. So she'll have the proper preparation. She'll go to Chipping Norton, probably come back to the George Ryder and then the Queen Elizabeth. So. Yeah. So here we go. A path well trodden before. <laughs> yeah, I can't muck it up, can I? I've just got to <laughs> go back and look and see what other horses have done in the past. And that's what I've always done throughout my career, respecting history and those who have done it well before me. Flemington, race eight. Black caviar, lightning stakes. 1,000 metres and wait for age and, of course, group one. In the Saturday set, the King's Own declared Imperatures the best bet he's seen in 25 years. So much talk about it since she was underwhelming in a trial a couple of weeks back. And if she's not 10 lengths better than that today, she will go down because the field around her is hot, with most being accomplished Group 1 performers. Tarko trainers Ben Gleeson and Mark Walker say she's often lazy in trials, and especially in trials at her home track, which this one was. It's time to find out if they are right. Kingzone, this is the best bet you've seen in 25 years. I've been sitting next to you for 25 years. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? No, I'm not nervous. You know why? Because I've seen the money roll in for the mighty Here they come. Got out to about $2, $2.10, a couple of bookies bet, and it has been smashed in to $1.70, somewhere into $1.65. So it's one-way traffic. No, I'm not nervous because I haven't gone crazy. I've stayed in my lane as I said I was going to do at the start of the day. I haven't haven't doubled any uh, limits or anything like that, so I haven't gone crazy. But $1.60 into now with a lot of bookies. And I am unstoppable. has been pretty strong in the market. Uh, I am unstoppable, yeah, $7. The other one that they wanted early, private, I was really well backed into mm. 4.40 earlier in the day, back to about uh, 5.50. I am unstoppable, yeah, it's been into $7. Betfair's around 8 so there's money for a couple of others. Bella yeah. Nipotina, which they backed early, 10 into about 8 and everyone was saying it was the wrong price. It turns out to $16, Betfair, so it just goes to show how a lot of these uh, early markets can change around. And early bets sometimes end up a lot longer than what they were. So let's watch. She's in a good spot. She's in a great spot. Private eye putting pace into the race. Mm. Saying that, they're going slow. So much tension in the office. <laughs> Don't get yet, IP. Just pushing. Not yet. Just He's pushing. Feeling for her. What's she got? Private eyes, nose in front. Now Come he's going to ask the question. Do you want to race? Come on, go. Come on, knuckle Diggy. down. Come on, girl. Come on. Do you want to race? Come on. She wants yes. to race. Come on. Yes. She wants to race. Right. That's the girl. She got nice. there. Nice. Job done. Private eye annoyed it the whole way. Yeah. Espiona flashing Opie down the centre. Yep. Opie did love it. I think I think it's a pass mark. I think that you know. Yeah, I don't reckon she loves the the straight as much as no. Mooney, Mooney Valley. She's been quite dynamic, obviously. Swooping. She, she won't be back at Flemington for a long time now. Okay. Yeah. yeah so she, she goes the William Reed, then she comes up here for the TJ, and I agree. She, they'll be happy to get away from the straight six or the, yeah. the straight five that that was. That next race should be great. Obviously goes well Melbourne around the bend. Sydney's the big question mark, as people say that. She, 
they think she's better the Melbourne way. So that'll be a very interesting race. But she got the job done. Private Eye put pressure on the whole way around and responded nicely. Is that David Ellis texting me? I can hear my phone going off. Can you just check? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, she's always travelling beautifully and just just keep creeping up, creeping up. And I knew uh, once I went for Adelaide, she, she just found that kick that she always has. All that fuss about that uh, lacklustre trial, that was all put to bed today, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. She's a, she's a race day horse and she's proven that. And, but, but like myself, I don't really like going to trials either. <laughs> it was a lacklustre trial, it, it really was. But when we galloped her on Monday, we were really happy with her. And uh, just a gun ride by Opie today, like, it was a really tactical affair. And uh, he, he used the initiative, but it, it, it is a relief. Oh, we'll just just get her through today and see how she is at the end of next week and come up with a plan going forward. Ramwick Race 8, the light finger stakes, 1,200 metres, Group 3 and for three-year-old fillies. Learning to fly returns today after being a gun two-year-old but then was injured in the slipper and has been on the sidelines for nearly a year. Today she's first up off some impressive trials but has a wide draw to overcome. Tis Invincible also has a wide draw to contend with today and lobs first up after a strong trial win. She strung three victories together at the start of last prep before being thrown in the deep end in the Coolmore Stud Stakes, finishing ninth. All right, another super interesting race, the Light Finger Stakes, some really nice three-year-old fillies. Dream Team Matt, you're backing at Learning to Fly. I am. It was a, a Floster Rider in the Golden Slipper and had a year off, so she's back, which is exciting. Mm. Um, super trials, drawn very wide, so there's a bit of a question mark, do they go back and are they really cold on it first up? But maybe they just think it's a good horse. It can sit wide, zoom down the outside like fangirl. That would be nice. Mm, I know Dan O's very high on it. He put it in our team black bookers. Yes, some amazing jump outs and track work and barrier trials. So we hope it's a good horse. They always said it was going to be a better three-year-old. They do say that a little bit. But it did have the, um, the body to fill out for a three-year-old. So I'm hoping it's bigger, stronger, better. Mm. It's a cool more horse, so it'll be interesting to see if the strapper gets a sling from Tom Magnia. Yes, he's done one already, <laughs> apparently. He's been captured by the uh, cameras, so, yeah, let's go. King Zone. Yeah, mate. What are you, what are you doing in the time on a tab? Um, I'm on stakes? the Tiz, Tiz Invincible. I'm, uh, I took 4.80 and $5, uh, that's my only bet in the race. So it's a bit of a tricky one with so, so many queries and so, so many first-up horses, but... Um, that's what the numbers are spat out, so that's what I've done. As I said, I'm being a good boy and I'm staying in my lane. The big go has been Kamachi, the top weight. About $9 into about $6.50. Yeah, $7. it has. It's into about $6.50. Betfair's around the $7 mark. I, I couldn't – I had it a lot, lot longer. But, yeah, as I said, there's a lot of queries and a lot of, a lot of um, trial information and, and, and tips floating about in races like this. So not, not really my specialty, to be honest with you. Oh, oh Chad, nice. Beautiful. Let down. What's there though? Come on, have an engine. It is winding up, but taking a while. Kamachi learning to fly. Kamachi looks like it's going okay. Over the top, learning to fly. No. Oh, wow. The money was right, eh? So close. That's why those races are so tricky. Great ride, got everything out of it in the end. Great first up run from learning to fly, though. Yeah, I think they'll be happy. Back. It'll come on. Flemington Race 9, the Elms Handicap, 1,400 metres. Jimmy Starr is a rising star. He was purchased from New Zealand by Aussie Kerr 
and is undefeated in three starts in Australia and has already been given a wild card into the All-Star Mile on March the 16th. So boys, final race of the Saturday session. I'm, always, I'm sure you're all pretty happy to hear that. But aside from that, Jimmy Starr, they've backed him like he's unbeatable. His next, well, his grand final is the All-Star Mile. Um, the punters reckon he'll just win this and, and, and move on to that. You boys have both backed him, Dream Team and King Zone? Yeah, I'm on. Um, I haven't gone crazy on him. He's getting into crazy odds now. He's in about 128. But looks the winner to me. And I can't – there's nothing else that they've backed. This has been one of the bigger goes you'll see. I've chickened out. 70 yesterday. Sorry? I chickened out. It's You're got too out. short. Too Price short. too short. I chickened out, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I'm on. <laughs> you can't, I'm on. can't help myself. Okay, what's there? Shaking it up. Change legs Savannah there. Change on. stride. Savannah's putting pressure on. Find oh. something. Come on, Jimmy. Come on, Guillo. That's it. Cuddle him home. Wow. Cuddle him home. No. no. Wow. 300 to 1 on Betfair. Wow. No way. Who is it? Hundred and fifty to one with the boogies. Hundred and twelve dollars best host. Boys to wrap up the day, really fantastic day of racing. First horse I want to talk about, Riff Rocket, super impressive. It's a rocket in at a three dollar favourite for the Australian Guineas. Anybody wanna steamroll into that price? <laughs> King Colorado what's, second. What's second pick? Three dollars Riff Rocket? Three dollars fifty Riff Rocket, then you got King Colorado, four dollars fifty. Mm. That was a super return, super soft through the line. Not, I'm not pump, I'm not jumping into that price, but um, couldn't have done any more. I don't think it's a bad price, three fifty. Okay. The way the mighty riff won, twenty five hundred back to fourteen hundred. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's been, been good to you. The riff had the had the best uh, figures through the spring, and then it's come out and done that. It's wow. What a win it was. And interestingly, Charlie Duckworth in his post-race speech said that he didn't – or the Chris Waller camp didn't think that Riff Rocket actually stayed the distance of the derby. So where does that leave them with the Australian derby over 2,400 metres in a couple of months from now? Well, he's saying it didn't stay, but it won. <coughs> outclassed them. So it must have stayed them. all right. Outclassed them. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe 2,000 – they're alluding to 2,000 metres perhaps. Hmm. Mm. Maybe it's a better middle distance horse, 1,600, 1,800. Maybe it just he's a freak over 1,400 to 2,500. Time will tell, only young. And uh, let's move to Fangirl, easily the run of the day. Fizzy, you want to make a, your horse to follow, eh? Oh, I don't get a whole lot of, a lot of chance to have a look for the day and that one stood out. Hang as on, you can't one. have a horse to follow that's come down the middle of the track. Why not? I reckon that it'll just keep winning the whole prep. Yeah. She should have won the Cox Plate, so I'm more than happy to keep following it. Could have start. won the Cox Plate, I think. Yeah, I was on the Cox Plate. I still so reckon she would have won. They're going to follow the same path run. as Wink, so that means they'll go into the very elegant stakes, which was the old Chipping Norton, then into the George Ryder, and then I think into the uh, the Queen Elizabeth, and that's when it will get interesting with her because she's $4 favourite at the moment from Mr Brightside at $5 right now. And then we also heard this morning that um, Dubai Honours not coming out, so that, that helps because he'd probably be better than both of them. Um, who do you want to be on right now? $4 Fangirl, Mr Brightside, $5? I'd rather be on Fangirl at $4 after the win today. But yep. a both, bit great, more, both great horses who are running, running yeah. super figures. I think he has a little bit more upside and seems to have come back more mature and stronger. 
uh, maybe two or three lengths better than last prep, whereas I'd say Brightside just has maintained his class but not exceeded. Very good. Let's move on to the mighty mare Imperatriz. Yep. They're uncertain what the next step is. Are we assuming they definitely race on? There's no way they're going to put her Why away. Why wouldn't they there? race on? She, she come out and won. They bet $2. It's not like she was $1.10 and failed. She was $2 into $1.60 and won. She probably wasn't at her best from, from the two trials, but she still come out and won. I, unless she pulled up with something wrong with her. I don't see why they wouldn't race on, but I'm not sure what figures they ran. I thought the two horses behind her, Espiona and, and Private Eye, both ran great races and could be the two horses to follow out of the race. Not suited over a 1,000 and both both ran super races, but, yeah, I, I can't see why they wouldn't. Why are you thinking she wouldn't race on? So the argument to not race on is so I think that was her ninth group one win. She's super valuable. They probably don't want her to start losing. I don't think they would do that, but they could possibly, if they think that she just doesn't have that sharpness and that mm. but she certainly got the desire I just, to I just don't think she was super suited up the straight had private eye pressuring her the whole time so sort of hung in a little bit late uh, yeah i think it'd be better for the run around, with around a sit, a turn. with a sit as yep. well yeah sit not on on the speed like she was today so our next assignment's the william reed at mooney valley we know that she absolutely loves it there yeah so you'd think that they'd, they'd push on to that absolutely yeah um and rounding off jimmy's star Wow. Got the uh, automatic entry to the All-Star Mile. $15 chance. Do you want to – anyone want to take $15 Jimmy Star in the All-Star Mile? Another one ridden upside down and it's hard to give a – get a real guide when horses do that, I think. So you, you maybe have to, you know, forgive today and then see what happens next start and then make your assumptions from there. Your assessment, sorry. Very good. Anyone else got anything to add there? Oh, yeah, you gotta, you got to forgive. You can't, like, run second and nothing went right in the race. Super horse. Mm. Don't have to win the All-Star Mile, but super horse. I'd rather back Jimmy Star at $15 than lay Jimmy Star at $15 for sure. What was your horse to follow out of the day, Kingzone? Espiona. Loved the way Espiona hit the line. Uh, had a super uh, spring. And I think she's in for a massive autumn. Great. Dream Team, Matt, your horse to follow out of the day? Uh, learning to fly. I thought um, from that wide barrier... Yeah, had to give the field five lengths, cut up through the middle, just peed on its run late. Uh, it's a big, she looks like a big sort of filly or mare, so it's the one to follow for me. It'll come right on. $4 to win the surround stakes. That'll probably be her next start. Okay. Kamochi, Kamochi $4.50, yep. the winner of the race. Uh, and then you've got Tiz Invincible at $4.50. Okay. Yeah. Yep, sounds about right. I'd, I'd be, rather be on it than Kamochi. All right, boys, excellent work today. Appreciate your help. And... Um, We'll do battle again next Saturday. Yep. Thanks for watching. Up the Dan. See you next week. See you guys. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.